You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. The uh, Thursday Chuvah Sapolskimashir, which I'm honored to do, and especially since um, uh, he, uh, I have the opportunity to give a shear, Ilir Nishmas, my, my cousin, Avram Yaakov Ben Shalom Dov, Avi Weiss from West Hempstead. And, um, and he was, I was very close with him, and it's a big loss for the family. And, and for those of you who didn't know him, uh, it was a really a, it's a big loss for Klal Yisrael. And uh, he was a big mamin and a big balbitachan, and a special person and a wonderful friend and a wonderful f- um, husband and father and son. And he was young. He was only 48 years old. And it's, uh, it's been a difficult uh, week. And um, we ask Hashem that he should bring Nechama and strength to the family. And his neshama, Mitz Hashem, should have an aliyah. As we move closer to, uh, to Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and then to uh, the Yom Tov Pesach, I want to discuss some ideas that uh, revolve around um, <clears throat> Seder, and uh, the Karban Pesach, the Achilles HaMatzah, and hopefully after we spend some time discussing some of the interesting and unique halachas, we can uh, discuss some of the hashkafa that comes out of those halachas. One of the questions, um, one of the psukim that is quoted in the Haggadah is lochem, that the son, we have four sons at the Seder, and uh, one of the sons asks, What is this Havoda for you? So the Sforno has a very interesting uh, Mahalach in explaining what uh, it means, what that Pusuk is referring to. It's not just Stam, Mohavod Hazos Lachem, like what is this, what is this what, that we're doing? It's actually a very deep halachic question that's being asked in that Pasuk, Mohavod Hazos Lachem. And the question is as follows. And with this question, I hope to be able to explain a Gemarim, Psachim Daf Samach Vav, that uh, we'll discuss in just a moment as well. The question that the, that the son is asking is the Gemara in the beginning of Tamid Nishchat, that's the fifth parakim of Sefta Psachim. The Gemara Darshan from Psachim. That the carbon Pesach, which is brought on the um, on Yud Dalad Nisan, which is Erev Pesach, is unique in that every other carbon, uh, every other carbon that's brought throughout the year is always brought between the bookends, the two carbonos known as the Tamid Shal Shachar and the Tamid Shal Bain Harbayim. Those are the those are the two carbonos. There is no other carbon. Uh, no other carbon. Carbon is not supposed to, not allowed to be brought outside. Of those uh, of those two gvulim, uh, no carbon can be brought before the tamishal shachar. No no carbon is allowed to be brought after the tamishal ben arman. This is learned from suk miktor lech all the ashlamim, all the hashlim color carbonos kulam. All the carbonos have to be brought, and there's one exception, and the one exception to that rule is the carbon pesach. Again, Chazal they darshan from sukim tizbach erev says ben harbayim and erev. And by the Talmud shall ben harbaim, and only calls it ben harbaim. However, they know they learn it from Psukim that the Talmud, that the carbon pesach is outside the typical seder of karbanos of a standard day, and that is actually what the Sferno explains is the question of moha voda hazos lochem. Moha voda hazos lochem says as follows: Perikud beis pesach avav and parshas baba haya ki yomru alechem benechem. When your sons will ask you. What is this avoda? What is what is this that you're doing? What they're asking is why is this carbon different than all other carbonos? See, we thought we only had four questions. In fact, there are five questions, maybe more. We'll actually give some more questions today. Man carbon hazem, we call our carbonos. 
And somehow the answer to that question of why the carbon Pesach is different is uh, captured in the next line of the Pasuk, Perak Yud Beis Pasuk of Zion. The father says, so this is the carbon Pesach, and carbon Pesach is different because Hashem saved us. So let's try to try to explain. But we're going to explain the answer to the question based on another Sforno and Parshas Re'eh. But we're going to take a little bit of a detour to uh, understand a very interesting historic phenomenon that took place, must be about over 2,000 years ago. And we're told that it was an era of Pesach, just like the one that we're, that's coming upon us in the next few weeks. That was Chol B'Shabbos. Erev Pesach Chol Yos B'Shabbos. Erev Pesach Chol Yos B'Shabbos has very interesting halachas. Everybody always gets involved in the discussion of what can we eat after chatzos? How do you make shalashudis? You know, these are uh, important. What, what do we do with the, with the chametz that we have? How do we make sure not to, you know, that we want to be mekayim tashbisu on, on Shabbos, which is Erev Pesach. A lot of interesting modern questions. When I say modern, I mean halacha questions. But the truth is, there's a much more fundamental question that was brought, that was discussed in the beginning of the sixth parak Masech, the Pesachim Elu Dvarim. The Mishnah says, Elu Dvarim, Shadokhan Shabbos. The following items or areas, the following parts of bringing the carbon Pesach was Dokhan Shabbos. The Torah says that you have to bring the carbon Pesach on Yud Dalid Nisan. That's Erev Pesach. They bring the carbon Pesach, Erev Pesach. We're not exactly sure, we don't know for sure from just reading the Psukim in Parish's bow that if Erev Pesach, which is when we bring the carbon Pesach, falls out on Shabbos, whether we should bring the carbon Pesach, we don't know. So the Mishnah says you do. You in fact do bring the carbon Pesach, Erev Pesach, even if it falls out on Shabbos, and you do the Zrikas Adam on Erev Pesach as well. Uh, but uh, apparently it wasn't so clear. And the reason why we say it's not so clear because the very first Gemara in the sixth parak, Torah Rabbanon, the Gemara tells us that the B'nai B'Seira, Rashi tells us, the B'nai B'Seira with the Gedoli Hador of the time. They were the Nesim. They were the ones who, uh, who, who led the Jewish people. And apparently, Nisalmu Mimenu, they, they forgot. They, they, it, was, it was unclear to them. This halacha that the Pesach is Dochas Shabbos. And they were probably looking over the Svarim, pouring over the Svarim. It could be, from what I understand, the last time we had Erev Pesach that fell on Shabbos was some 12 or 13 years ago. Maybe when they were in Kaddish, the Chodesh, maybe, maybe it didn't happen in 20 years, 30 years, 50 years. Either way, something happened and, and they didn't know whether Pesach is Dochas Shabbos. And the Gemara tells us that they were asking around, does anybody know? They said, there's actually a, 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 someone whose name is Hillel Habavli, who is Mishamesh Shmaya Avtayon, and he would know whether the Pesach is Doch or the Shabbos. Take a look. They called Hillel Habavli to come to the Bezdin. And Hillel Habavli says to them the following. They asked him, they say that you may know whether the Pesach is Doch or the Shabbos. And he responds, uh, is this a difficult question? Don't you know that there are over 200 psachim that are brought a year that are docha the Shabbos? 200 psachim? 200 psachim docha the Shabbos. So you can imagine the B'nai B'Sera wondering, this guy, what's he talking? 200 psachim? Carbon Pesach is brought once a year. Once a year the carbon Pesach is brought. What's the idea of saying 200 psachim? If I could just ask if everybody can mute, it'll make it a little bit easier. Thank you. 
So what does it mean 200, 200 psachim? So the, the Gemara continues, Hill Bavli explains as follows. We know that every single day, as we mentioned before, the carbon tamid is brought twice a day. Carbon tamid shal shakar, carbon tamid shal ben harbayim. Okay. On Shabbos is another two, an extra two um, carbonos that are brought for the misafim. And then in addition to that, um, so we have already, if you bring the carbon tamid every single Shabbos, that's a hundred that's a hundred carbonos that are doch of the Shabbos. And in addition to that, every Shabbos for the carbon musaf of Shabbos, in addition to the Talmud, you bring an additional two kvasin. So that if you just take the Timidin and Musafin on a typical Shabbos is about 50 Shabbosim a year. That's 200 Karbanos that are docha the Shabbos. The Karban Tamashal Shaka is docha Shabbos. The Karban Tamashal Ben Harbayim is docha the Shabbos. And the special Musafin that are brought on Shabbos are also docha the Shabbos. In addition to that, there are other Musafin when Yamta falls out on Shabbos, Sukkis, and, uh, and, uh, and Shavuos. So there's other, mus- other special Karbanos that are brought that are docha the Shabbos. You're talking about, as Rashi points out, well over. 200 karbanos that are docha the Shabbos. So he'll explain to the B'nai B'sera, just like the Tamid is docha the Shabbos, so too the carbon Pesach is docha the Shabbos. And his drosha goes as follows, Mat Tamid, by where it says, by which it says the word Moado, which means in its time, is docha the Shabbos, so too the carbon Pesach is the Yasu B'nai Yisrael, Pesach B'nai Moado, it's also docha the Shabbos. So it seems like a, a, hands, a, 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 a great win for Hillel, Immediately, they appoint Hillel to be the Rosh Hashiva, and that's one way to get the best position in the land. Make sure that you know that Karim Pesach is Docha the Shabbos, just like the Karim Tamid throughout the year is Docha the Shabbos, so to the Karim Pesach is Docha the Shabbos. And what's the idea? The idea is as follows. The idea is that any, and the rule, the klal is, that any carbon which has a kvius zman is Docha the Shabbos. So Karim Tamid has a kvius zman every day, including Shabbos. The Musafin have a Kviyas man when it's on Shabbos and when Yom Tov falls out on Shabbos. And the Karban Pesach, Yud Dalad Nisan, is also a Kviyas man. So that too is Dach of the Shabbos. And we're left wondering, the Pnei Yeshua is wondering as well in the Lakutim. He's scratching his head. He's wondering, what in the, what the B'nai B'ser, they didn't know this. What was, what were they thinking? They, they for, I mean, is it just that they forgot? They simply forgot? They were, they were too busy learning. They forgot the Allah because in Moed, the Karban Pesach is Dach of the Shabbos. Or do they have some type of lambda, some type of svara? Maybe they were thinking perhaps that maybe Karban Pesach should not be Docha the Shabbos. And they had maybe a very good reason to think so. Now, we started this year by talking about the Sephora. The Sephora says that the son asks the father, What is the idea of this avod? And we explained the question that the sons are asking is why is the carbon Pesach different than other Karbanos and that it's brought outside the bookends, outside the two Tamidim that are brought on a typical day. No other carbon is brought outside the Tamid Shalbein Arbaim except for the carbon Pesach. And we can add another question. There's something unique about the carbon Pesach that there's no other carbon where you have to wait to eat the carbon. You have to wait to eat the carbon. A person wants to bring a carbon Toda, comes out of the hospital, he comes off a plane, if you call it. You all like those postkin that a plane is... Uh, is uh, a person benches Gomel, he wants to bring a carbon toda. Maybe there's even a chiv to bring a carbon toda, according to Shita's Rashi. Person comes to the bathroom, he brings a carbon toda. So he brings it on a Tuesday uh, morning at 11 o'clock. The Kohen does the shrita. The Kohen doesn't have to do the shrita. This Kohen does, someone does the shrita. The Kohen does the Kabbalahs and he does the Zrikas Hadam. He takes the fats that have to be burnt on the Mizbeach. 
11.15, the whole thing is done. At 11.15, 11.16, the Bailam can take the meat back to the hotel in Yerushalayim, invite his friends and have a beautiful party, have a beautiful su'uda, a su'uda soda, and he can eat the carbon right away. He can eat the carbon right away. But the carbon Pesach is different in that even if you were to bring the carbon Pesach, say, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Arab Pesach, the Allah is you cannot eat the meat of the carbon Pesach until the nighttime of Lel Tesvav. So you have two interesting, unique elements of carbon Pesach that do not apply to other carbonos. One, it's brought outside of the two Tamidim. It's brought after the Talmud Shabbat Arbaim. Two, even after you bring it, you have to wait till the nighttime to eat the carbon Pesach, eat the Psar carbon Pesach. So the Sferno says, and Parshish Rei as follows. The truth is that this carbon, the reason why it's brought outside the carbon Talmud Shabbat Arbaim, because in fact, this carbon the real Zman for the carbon Pesach is not Yom Yudalid. The real Zman for the carbon Pesach is Lel Tesvav. This is actually a carbon that should be and should have been brought at night. That's the right time. The right time is to bring it at night. It's a carbon halayla. Matter of fact, the Sferno says, since carbonos are not brought at night, so therefore we have no choice as a special halacha. You can't bring a carbon at night. It says, beyond tzavo, so is karbaneim. You have to bring your karbanos by day. So we have no choice, so we have to push back. We have to push back the the hakrava, the, the shrita, the zrika, and the hakravas carbon pesach to Yom Yudalit. Even though really it belongs to Lel Tesvav, but there's a detail, the detail is that we, we can't bring it at Lel Tesvav, so we bring it on Yom Yudalit. But it really belongs to Lel Tesvav. So the halacha says, what do we do when we have a carbon that belongs to tomorrow, but we have to bring it today? We, we're, we, our, our hands are tied behind our backs. We have no choice. We have to bring the carbon by day. That's the halacha. Carbonos have to be brought by day. But it's not really today's carbon. It's tomorrow's carbon. So what do you do? So what you do is you bring it after the Tamit Shalbein Harbayim. See, all other carbonos which belong to yesterday are brought... All carbonos that belong to Yom Yudalid, you have to bring between Tamit Shal Shachar and Tamit Shal Ben Arlein. But a carbon that belongs to Leil Tesvav, that really should have been brought to Leil Tesvav, but we're forced to bring it by day, but it doesn't really belong to Yom Yudalid, it really belongs to Leil Tesvav. You know what we're going to do? We'll make a Pshara. We have to bring it by day, but let's bring it outside or after the carbonos of that day are over. So after we've closed down the shop, we've brought the Talmud Sheba in our mind. There are no other Karbanos to date. If someone comes with a carbon Toda, we tell them, sorry, come back tomorrow. One exception to the rule. That carbon that doesn't belong to today, it actually belongs to tonight. That's the carbon we bring after the Talmud Sheba in our mind. And why is it that we bring it then? That's the answer that the father gives to the sons, the them, and you will say to your sons, he's asking you why you bring the carbon Pesach after the Talmud Shalbein Arbayim. Tell, tell your sons, because Hashem skipped over, he was Pesach, Al-Bata ben Yisrael ben Mitzrayim, ben Nakwas, and he saved us. That was the night of the Geula. This carbon really belongs the whole Yisod Belel Tezvav. It belongs to Lel Tezvav. That's when this carbon, that's the the by the machayev of carbon pesach as lel tezvav, despite the fact that we're bringing it on yom yudalit, and with this understanding, first of all, we understand very well why, although we have to be makriv and we have to be we have to shech to be makriv the carbon pesach by day, 
But the eating of the carbon Pesach, that doesn't have to be done by day. We can eat carbonos at night as well. And that's why, okay, so then we definitely have to do it at night. Anything that you can do at night, you should do at night because that's where the carbon really belongs. Certainly, if we can take it even further without going into too much detail, where the Gemara says in many places, specifically in a Mishnah, Dafayin Vavam Beisim Psachim, that the whole yesod of the carbon Pesach is the Achilah's carbon Pesach. The Achilah is the Iker of the bringing of the carbon. So in effect, we bring makriv the carbon Pesach and Yom Yudal, it's almost like a hechter to what we're really doing, which is eating the carbon Pesach on Lel Tesvav. So one, we understand why we don't eat the carbon till Lel Tesvav, because that's the Ikerzman of this carbon. And the second thing we understand is why when we bring it by day, we bring it after the Tamar Shal Ben because it really belongs to the nighttime. It really belongs to Lel Tesvav. Okay, we're forced to bring it by day, but we'll bring it as late as possible, even after the Beis Hamidrash has been closed to today's Karbanos, now we can start talking about tomorrow, even though it's still today. Now with this, we can also explain the suffix of Bnei Becerra. Bnei Becerra had a suffix. What was the suffix of Bnei Becerra? They didn't know that Karban Pesach is Dolch Shabbos. Look at the Tamidin. Every carbon which has a Kviyos Zman is Dolch Shabbos. The answer is, yeah, but there's a difference. You see, when you bring the carbon Musaf of Sukkot on Shabbos, that day, let's say Shabbos is the fourth day Sukkot. That day, fourth day of Sukkot, is Mechai of you to bring the Karbanos HaMusafen of that day. So if that day is the, is the Mechai of, if that day is the, the main cause of you bringing these Karbanos, that's called Kviyas Zman. Kviyas Zman is that the Karban Tamit Shal Ben Harbayim, Karban Tamit Shal Shachor, in a typical Shabbos, I have to bring it on Shabbos, you know why? Because that day of Shabbos tells me, today I need to bring a Karban Tamit. Oh, so if you think, okay, it's a Kviyas man, it's Dolch Hashanah. But Ebi Sarah, we're thinking as follows. Karim Pesach is different. It's true I'm bringing the Karim Pesach on Yom Yudalad. But that's not really the Zman of the carbon. The Zman of the carbon is really later. It's really tonight. Maybe a carbon which belongs to tomorrow or to tonight. And you just have no choice but to bring it by day because you're not allowed to bring carbonos at night. That's not really Kviyas Zman. Because when Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos, so that Shabbos, that's Erev Pesach, that Shabbos is not the real Zman of the carbon Pesach. It's actually Motsoi Shabbos, which is after Shabbos, which is the real Zman of the carbon Pesach. So that's why B'nai B'Sarah said, well, maybe, maybe carbon Pesach is not talking to Shabbos. It's a different type of Kviyas Zman. And that's the Hezber of the Suffolk of the B'nai B'Sarah. That's the Hezber of the Suffolk of B'nai B'Sarah. Now, Let's take this one step further or move over to a more halacha lamaisa, shaila that comes up at our siddharam sometimes. But before we move on, let me just say one line. If we had to distill the idea that we've developed up until this point, we would say is this, what we say is as follows. The carbon Pesach represents something, an avoda, that should be done later that we're doing earlier. It's something that we should be that should be done later, but we're doing earlier. Next, at the uh, Pesach Seder this year, unless Mitz Hashem Mashiach should come, but Meheri Yibana Hamigdash. If we're not eating the carbon Pesach, so what we will be doing is we'll be eating another mitzvah daraisa. I think, from what I understand, this is the only. Mitzvah Dorais of Achila that we do all year, and that's eating the matzah. Eating the matzah. So 
<clears throat> how late are we allowed to eat the matzah? How late can we eat the matzah? Now, this really question exists on two levels. How late can we eat the first matzah? We make the alakilas matzah. And how late can we eat the second matzah that we eat, which is the afikomen? We're not going to talk about the korek right now, although that does have relevance as well. How late can we eat the matzah? So the truth is the Gemara Psachim, the very last daf says, that the matzah can be eaten as late as the carbon Pesach. So in order to figure out how late we can eat the matzah, or by when do we have to have eaten the matzah, we have to figure out, well, well, how, how late can you eat the carbon Pesach? This actually is a machlokas, brought down in the Gemara in Brachos. It's also brought down in the Gemara in Psachim, that there's a machlokas between Rabbi Lozabon Azari and Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says you have all night long to eat the carbon Pesach. Rabbi Azari is an interesting position. He says you can eat the carbon Pesach only up until Chatzos. How does he know this? How does he know you can only eat the carbon Pesach until Chatzos? So the Gemara says he has a Gzera Shava. It says in Pesach as follows. With regards to the carbon Pesach, it says, And with regards to Makas Bechoros, which took place at Chatzos, as it says, Vashem, he could call Bechor Beretz Mitzrayim. Right? Vashem, Bahi Bechatsi Alayla Vashem, he could call Bechor Beretz Mitzrayim. Happened at Chatzos. So, so too, there it says, Vyavarti Beretz Mitzrayim Alayla Hazem. That Hashem will, cut, will move through Mitzrayim, Eretz Mitzrayim and kill out the firstborn. So Malahalon, just like Machas Bacharos took place at Chatzos, so too the eating of the carbon Pesach takes place when? By Chatzos. Now, just as an aside, it's not an aside, it's, a, it's an important, uh, interesting idea that you can possibly say over at the Seder, is that the Bnei Soskra has a fascinating idea. He says as follows, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu left Mitzrayim. He left Mitzrayim, or he left the area where the palace was because he wasn't able to daven in a place that was filled with avodazara. Malaya giluli avodazara. So it says, Kitsei siyasi al daven to Hashem when I leave this city. So Bnei Soscha says, we know HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Gemara says in the beginning of Brachos, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's miniach tefillin Hashem does the mitzvahs. Menayin HaKadosh Baruch Hu mispala. Menayin HaKadosh Baruch Hu miniach tefillin. So Hashem does the mitzvahs. He obviously is not going to do any averis. <laughs> Funny question to start. But, so the question is, how did Hashem... If the Shekhinah doesn't rest in a Makam of Odazar, which is why Moshe had to leave, so then how is Hashem himself able to go through Mitzrayim? He's going to violate going into a Makam of Odazar. So the Bnei Soscha says, we have a concept in Halacha, which we don't access too often, called an Avera Lishma. Now, the truth is, everyone who does an Avera thinks he's doing an Avera. We all say we're doing an Avera Lishma. <laughs> but there is such a thing where a real Avera Lishma, Esther, Yael, Avera Lishma. Where, who is the first, where did we get, who was the first person to come up with Avera? We need a, you know, sometimes you can come up with a Chiddush. But for something like doing an Avera Lishma, you need some type of precedent. <laughs> Someone has to give the precedent of an Avera Lishma. So Bnei Sosra, I think, quotes from the Shalah Kadosh that Kadosh Baruch Hu himself kaviyachol v'yavarti is from Loshan Avera v'yavarti bet Hashem Hashem was violating the idea of going to a Makom Tuma in order to save Klai to do Makas Bechoros. Let's come back to Halacha, and that was the precedent for Avera Lishma. Let's come back to Halacha. You see how far Hashem goes to save Klai to even violate kaviyachol's own tongue. Come back. But Gozim Azari says you have to eat the carbon by chatzos. Eat the carbon by chatzos. Why? Because it says, Balai lahazeh. Balai lahazeh. Balai lahazeh. It says you have to eat it by chatzos. Eat it by chatzos. So the funny thing is, Rashi 
on that posuk, the Avarti says that Kadosh Baruch Hu killed the Bechoros, killed the firstborn in one moment, at Chatzos Dafka. So the question is, if he killed them all at one moment at Chatzos, so we shouldn't be eating the matzah by Chatzos, we should be eating it at Chatzos, literally at Chatzos. So the, so the Avnei Nezer says as follows, Avnei Nezer says, you're right, we're supposed to be eating the matzah at Chatzos, but it's not shayach because you can't eat the matzah that way, but we're going to sit there with a the clock to the second, it takes time to eat, it takes time to chew. So what we do is as follows, we know that Allah, you're not supposed to eat, after the afikom, you're not supposed to eat after the carbon pesach. You're not, and we pass, you're not supposed to eat after the matzah, and not even after the afikom, which is a zecher the carbon pesach. Why are we not supposed to eat after the carbon? Why are we not supposed to eat after the matzah after the carbon pesach? Why not? What's the what's what's wrong with eating after the carbon pesach? Avinezer writes as follows: When we don't eat, on some level, it's like the maisa achila of the carbon pesach, and it's like the maisa achila of the matzah extends so long as we don't take something else into our mouth to take away that taste. So you know what happens? We're going to eat, let's imagine this year, chatzos is, it is at 1 a.m. I'm going to eat my afikoman at 12.45. Avinezer says, don't eat until 1 o'clock. And then at 1 a.m. at chatzos, it's like you're eating the karm pesach, it's like you're eating the matzah at that moment. So it really does happen at Chatzos. The Achila really happens at Chatzos, just like Marcus Bechoros really happened at Chatzos. Now the Ave Nezer goes even further where he says that, by the way, if someone is, if someone is uh, late, someone, the Seder started late, you have a lot of people, the grandchildren are asking a lot of Shilas, and you realize you're not going to get to your Afikoman by Chatzos. You're not going to eat the meal and finish the Suda and eat the Afikom by Chatzos. You know what you can do? You can say as follows. You take a piece of matzah at 12.50. One o'clock is Chatzos. You take a piece of matzah and you say as follows. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the matzah. I'm going to say, if the halacha is like the of Azaria that I can only eat by one o'clock. So this matzah that I'm eating now is the Afikomen. It's the Afikomen. And then you can eat the Afikomen. Don't eat anything till 1 a.m., and then after that, after 1 a.m., so you've done the mitzvah at Chatzos. After that, you're allowed to eat. So you're allowed to eat after the zman of the afikoman has already passed. You can start eating at 12.50. You make a tnai. If the Allah is like those of an azaria, then what I'm eating right now is the afikoman. And then all you have to do is not eat until Chatzos. At 1 a.m., at 1.05, you can go back to your meal. Amazing chiddush of the Avanezer. Chaim says the same thing. The only thing we have to add, you have to say as follows, and by the way, if the halach is like Rabbi Akiva, so then you're not allowed to eat after the Afikomen all the way until the morning, so then what you should say is, if the halach is like Rabbi Akiva, then what I'm eating is not the Afikomen, and then you can continue your meal, and then sometime two o'clock in the morning, when you're really up to the Afikomen, you take a second piece of matzah, and you say, this is the Afikomen, according to Rabbi Akiva. But the idea that we're pointing out for our purposes is this Yisod of the Avdinezer. Really, the Pesach, the Masa should be eaten at Chatzos. It should be eaten at Chatzos. But we can't eat it at Chatzos. You know what we're going to do? We're going to pull it back a little bit and then not eat and wait till we get to Chatzos. So it's our second example of something that happens surrounding Erev Pesach with the Shrit of the carbon Pesach 
and the eating of the carbon Pesach and the eating of the matzah, where it's the type of avoda that really should be done later, and we pull it back earlier. We really should shech the carbon Pesach on Lel Tezvav. We shech it by day. We really should be eating the matzah at Chatzos. We eat the matzah a little bit earlier. We really should be eating the carbon Pesach at Chatzos. We eat a little bit earlier. Avez goes further, he explains that's why we have a bracha al bir chametz. Al bir al is loshen, we're not just, the Gemara is unclear if the loshen al is past or future. So the, the Rishonim all want to know, the Gemara concludes in Psachim Dav Zayin, v'hilchasa al bir chametz. Why? The Tosva says, say live v'aircham, live means I'm about to do the bir chametz right now. Al is unclear, maybe it means the past, maybe it means the future. If it means the past, it's not so appropriate. Abinezer says, no, it's very appropriate. Because the reason why we're doing the beer chametz and the bedikas chametz early, there's no mitzvah to get rid of your chametz leil yud gimel or leil yud dalid or la boss. There's no mitzvah. The mitzvah is that when Pesach comes, there should be no chametz. So it's a certain sense, the same idea. Pesach, which is going to take place in a day from now, is requiring that I do something earlier in preparation for that event. So the Bir Chametz, the, the, the whole Bir Chametz is this idea that something later has me do something earlier. Shechita Sakharban Pesach, something later has me do something earlier, the Shechita. The eating of the matzah should happen at Chatzos, I do it earlier. That's the Yisod of Pesach, is those areas that should be done later, we do them a little bit early. We jump, we want to get started early. We want to, we want to get a head start. It's Bechipozom. Bechipozom means you have to eat Bechipozom. You have to get a little bit of a head start. But I'll just point out something very interesting. You know, the Gemara says, not because the Torah says that uh, there's a mitzvah that takes place immediately after the first, what's the first mitzvah that we do? Motsoi Pesach. First day Pesach. You had the Seder, you finish the first day, it's the second night of Pesach. What's the first mitzvah we do? Sphira Sa'omer. Why Sphira Sa'omer? Why Sphira Sa'omer? So Sphira Sa'omer already, the Chinuch writes, that already Sphira Sa'omer is moving already from Pesach to Shavuos, moving towards Kabbalah Satoru. The whole purpose of leaving, the whole purpose of leaving Mitzrayim is so that Tavdun is Holokim al-Harazeh. So listen to the following Tosus in Menachas Daf Samach Vav. Tosus wants to know, when's the ideal time to count Sphira? When's the ideal time? What's the ideal time? So imagine today was the fourth, the, the, the 16th day of the Omer. And tonight's going to be the 17th. So on the one hand, you might say, well, we have to wait till it's nighttime to the 17th. So I can say today's the 17th. Tolstoy says, you know, there's actually something even better. If we counted at the end of the 16th day, our count would capture the entire 17th day. And that's more tamimus. The earlier you count, the better. So maybe we should count before the 17th night. And Tosu says, no, that's impossible. But Tosu doesn't explain why. The Rajma says, you can't be on the 16th day and say tonight is the 17th. You can't, it's a sheker. So it comes out that Sphira is the exact opposite of Pesach. Pesach is, as we explain, that which should be done later, we do earlier. The Machai, that which is, really belongs to a later time, we do earlier. Sphira, we really should count on the 16th. But I can't say, so move it to the 17th. Sphere is that which should be done earlier is done later. It's the exact opposite. Rav Tzadik in the Tzitkas HaTzadik says as follows. The halacha is 
as the as the Gemaras, which if you're doing daf, you recently did at the end of the ninth parak in Masech, the Psachim tells us that the requirement to eat bechipazon, the garden bezah bechipazon, only applies to Pesach Mitzrayim, not to Pesach Doros. Why is that? So he explains as follows. When a person first starts something new, a new project, a new limud, a new, a new chavrusa, a new... So you can't be... You can't move slow. You have to move fast. You have to be excited. You have to be with a brand. Yeah, yeah. There's no way to start dafyomi if you've never done dafyomi. With like, maybe I'll start, maybe I will. You have to jump in, otherwise it's not going to happen. If you think too much, it's not going to happen. So when you start something, Pesach is the first mitzvah, we have to jump. That which should be done later, we do earlier. Because we have to jump. We have to, we have to move. That's how we start things. However, once you start moving towards Matan Torah, once you start counting Sphira, the opposite takes place. You can't rush. You can't rush through a daf. You can't rush through a learning. You can't rush through a chavusa. You can't rush through a, a svara. You have to think it through. You have to delay. You have to before. You have to, you know, it should be done now. Let's take it. Let's review again. Let's make sure we understand it. So it comes out that while Pesach, the Yisod is that that which is later is done earlier. Once we move away from Pesach and move towards Matan Torah, we, we're more misboning. We spend more time thinking. We don't rush. We're not impulsive. That which should be done earlier, we can do a little bit later. These are some of the ideas that I wanted to share as we move towards Pesach, that when we start, when we start a limud, we go b'chipazom, but as the pastor says, below b'chipazom, but in the future will not be b'chipazom, it'll be with his bonus, it'll be with, with thought, uh, with with with. With, uh, with thinking things through, with taking our time, with understanding, Be'ezras Hashem, we should be Zohar, to eat the carbon Pesach, Be'ezras Hashem, this year, very soon with the Mashiach, to the Ken Rebbe Amenu, Amen. Thank you, Rebbe Ramel, and thank you everyone for coming, and I wish everyone a good Pesach. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.